What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey, this is Jimmy Farrow from Monty and the Farrow, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel, but I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Farrow. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. At the board, <coughs> Spidey, Jared, how are you, bud? My mic's not plugged in. His oh, mic's not go. plugged in. He's doing well. It's Sunday and his mic's not plugged in. Yeah, boy. All right. What up, Spidey? We got the special edition with our special guest, the Godwins, but before that... Okay. Democrats retain, retain control of the Senate with victory in Nevada. Democrats will continue to control the Senate following the 2022 midterm elections. After Nevada, after Catherine Cortez on Saturday projected CBS News over Republican Adam Laxalt, who now, um, after our show on Thursdays, it looks like Mick Foley is going to put his hat in to become a politician. What do you think of that? Um, when can I go to... Uh, move out of the country. You know, we got a Democrat. I don't want one of the guys wanting anything. We've had every wrestler imaginable mouth. in this studio, and every one of them yeah. were a hardcore Republican. Just about, uh, except for. Except for. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to Ant in a minute. Go ahead. Except for Midian. Want to call him Midian? When he's uh, if I he's a Democrat, we we'll call him Midian. There you go. He, he came. He showed up dressed. So he's not there. <laughs> so, yes, we can go with Midian. It's That's early. Right. Okay. So how you feel about the Democrats having well, a seat? You know, you know what I feel? I think that it's kind of odd that America is supposed to be in concept united, yet even in our politics, we are completely divided in the House. Okay, now we got the House. That, how is this all for one and one for all anyway in concept? I don't want Jets versus Giants. That's all we got. That's all this is. And it's going to be my way now because I control it. You know, I... I, I, I don't like it in premise, especially the way it's become, because we have such extreme opinions on both sides. How the hell are we ever going to get back in the middle? Boy, do we need a president where both sides can go, I dig this guy. Where is that person? Uh, you know, where is he? And what I'm even more afraid of is, is, is according to prophecies, because Farrell gets a little superstitious sometimes, not all the time. 
when this guy does show up, it's the signal of the end of the world. <coughs> so, you know, I don't know what to think, you know. Is that a kind of a deep answer? I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a good answer. Know? And I'll, put, I'll, I'll say this more. I don't though. think there's ever been a president that united I know. both the Democrats I, and Republicans. I wonder about JFK, though, because we weren't around for that. He seemed so beloved, so I'm not sure. You know, I, I would have to ask those who are still possibly still around from uh, those days. But um, did you guys did you guys know anything about Kennedy? Were you yes. young men at that point? Did, you, did your parents ever uh, talk to you about that? Okay, so, okay. So he's so younger, younger than us. us. Right? Yeah, younger, younger than us, us dude. Yeah. You speak louder, please. Did your parents? <laughs> did your parents ever discuss Kennedy with you? Uh, big fan. I, my, yeah. my entire he family. He seemed is, loved uh, by everybody. Yeah, yeah. everybody liked yeah, him. You know, and then, you or know, was that also, because of his untimely demise? Uh, uh, that's always that's always the case. Sometimes somebody becomes a different person after they die. Right. You know, because it's kind of like the Bible. All right. It's not actually what God said. It's what this guy said, and this guy said, and right. this guy said. Right. My. Uh, Democratic uh, family was really big into Reagan, though. Interesting. Everyone loved Reagan. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I thought Reagan was fantastic. Reagan, yeah. Everybody loved Reagan. You know. Yeah. But yeah. what? Not to cause controversy, but I'm going to try to keep this simple, especially with the you know they they still owned whatever the hell they own now after the elections. Look, to me, there's some basic stuff. Are you keeping us safe? Can I afford to eat? And can I afford to put gas in my car? Right. These, to me, are the basics. Are you keeping us safe? Can I afford to eat? Can I afford to put gas in my car? Or can you afford to go back on unemployment and be taken care of? Right. Because that's important I, to you. I, uh, you. What? <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Give me a second. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, anyway, so you but, that, uh, yeah. you know, the bottom line is, is, is that it's getting harder and harder. So I don't care who's in office right now. It's not working for me. Nobody, that's the bottom line. No one is you know what I'm saying? That. So, uh, you know, try to find something to get us in trouble with for that, yeah. YouTube. But whatever. Now you know. we're suspended. Great job. Yeah. Uh, there no, you go. I, I agree with you That's guys. That's all right. I, I don't have a job anyway. Yeah, What's the a difference? video on Instagram of a 21, 22-year-old kid who was crying because he worked 25 hours a week at Starbucks, and they made him come in and work an entire shift of eight hours. And he was crying because he thought that they needed to become unionized so that wouldn't happen to other people. After I just did... 42 hours in three days in the kitchen. Mm. And I see this guy, and I'm like, I am peace, love, everybody. I'll call you whatever you want to you know, be called and everything. But I'm a huge Jordan Peterson fan, and I like the stuff about we are losing our men. You know what I mean? I, uh, one of my chefs that I work with has turned me on to all this. I say, be whatever you want to be. I'll call you whatever you want. It doesn't bother me. But take care of your family. Go to work. Be a productive member of society. You know what I mean? Pay for gas. Pay for a house. You know, protect your family. Nowadays, every, especially all the kids that I work with from 30 under are just so fucking lazy and so whiny and so entitled. Maybe they should be on the unemployment oh line. Oh, my God. That's what happened. I think. Maybe they should yeah. be. The, the, the <coughs> pandemic. Yeah. But, here, really, here lie, but here lies the problem, right? Yes. And with all due respect, gentlemen. You had kids making 100 bucks, 200 bucks a week. The government decides to pay them 700 bucks a week plus extra money. And what do they yeah. do? They spend their money on autographed pictures of former <laughs> professional wrestlers <laughs> making okay. all these agents hundreds and thousands. Yeah. This is reality. Yeah. I'm being I know, honest. I know. They're flying you guys or in. Or spending their money on NFTs or Thank you. stupid Thank you. Like right. that, crypto. Right. right. Dude, when the zombies come, ain't nobody going to have any. You can't keep you know? someone okay. employed. I'm a director of operations. You can't keep someone employed. 
They come and go as they please. They yeah. quit as they please. They and do what they want. And we have to be so gentle with them now because our general manager you says, think? oh, you can't make them mad. Okay, this is <laughs> fucking perfect example. Right. Our, we have a person there that is the worst employee uh, in the kitchen. Really? She no. does nothing but cause problems. It's an older black woman, and I love her as a person, but she is a terrible employee. And they just made her employee of the month because our dishwashing machine broke, and she didn't quit during that time. Over the last two months, she's been written up twice and gotten into arguments with several people in the middle of the kitchen. And they just fucking made her employee of the month because they didn't want her to get upset and go cry to somebody above them. Nothing like it's nothing like appeasing shit on the shingle. Exit. It I'm shows sorry. that there is no accountability. It's going at my job right now. Yeah. There's no accountability. Right. So. Me, th like, me thinks you're a Republican, sir. You sound know, like me thinks you're a sure Republican, sir. I am a, We've Monty the Fowler have turned him. Maybe a Bill Maher. It's in him and it's got it's to come out. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> no, All right. I think yeah. that's what's great about Jordan Johnson <clears throat> and that. You know, I mean, I love everybody. I go outside and what I want to do is, my grandma said, make everyone's day you meet. Make everybody happy. That's what I try to do. But, unfortunately, in the last 10 years... Those kind of people that were raised by their grandparents and their mothers working and, and you know, getting their ass kicked uh, or we're getting older and older. And the people coming up behind us are uh, soft as fuck, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, you hit it right on the head. Where's mine? Well, you owe this to me. Right. Where is it? Well, well what is come that? work for me and I'll take care of you. Right. No, no, no. no. You right. owe this to me. Give right. it to me now. The most, the most frustrating thing for me is, is, is I feel like we're all being played. Yeah, we are. And these two sides are wealthy as can be, and don't give a flying fuck about yes. anybody. Personally, yeah. that's I, how I feel about it. And yeah. we're all getting crazy on each other. I know. I don't like your opinion. I, I don't like I your say, opinion. I say it all the time. The fat gets as powder. long as today's youth can carry an iPhone, oh. China can walk through this country. Exactly. Listen, oh. yeah. I'm a military guy. That's right. My belief is everybody should have gone to the military to yeah. become a man. I was raised by Marines. God bless. I go with you. And yeah. Whoever they were, your parents. Grandfather, father, stepdad. Well, thank, thank you for their service. Yeah. Yes. And I got to tell you, what's happened to my country. I, I agree. I, I have a lot of Republican views, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it just goes back to the, you know, I want these people. I want AOC to help people. I want, you know, because McConnell ain't going to do it. You know, uh, uh, Dr. Oz ain't going to do it, no. you know? Herschel Walker, did he end up winning? No, he lost. Thank God. Holy what shit. What was he running for, an oversized uh, contract? Georgia <laughs> Senate, right? Georgia yeah. Senate. Wow. Yes. I'm against abortion. We have proof that you have taken several people to an abortion clinic. No, no, I didn't. It's that Trump thing. Just keep lying until they either stop asking you about it or believe it, you know? No. Separate the, the people. You know, through the, the apps on their phones, there was a rapper who did a thing, you know, and then uh, control the media and then, you know, put out fear and everything. And, and that's how they, they get well, it. Well, that's what Foley was saying. And we kind of ripped them apart for yeah. it because, kind of? you know, um, both sides use their, yes. their fake fear. news. Yeah. Okay. Propaganda. This has been what's going on in this world. And you know what? It was probably being done way before we all were involved, probably. right? Oh, before yeah. you just believed it. Yeah. It's on the news. You believe yeah. it, right? Right, yeah. You were right. told what it is. So, yes. you know, maybe ignorance back then is bliss, right? Because yeah. now we're not so ignorant anymore. Well, we had three news channels. And you didn't question the news. Unfortunately, and nowadays with all of the streaming and 24-hour uh, news cycle of everything, you don't know who to trust. It's like, no. oh, if I don't see it on Fox, 
that, you know, that's not true. Fox doesn't tell me. MSNBC, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I uh, start with uh, Stephen Colbert and I watch his stuff. And then I watch a little MSNBC, then I watch uh, a little CNN, uh, and then I'll uh, jump over to Newsmax or <laughs> OAN. Just uh, Yeah, Newsmax or <laughs> do, OAN. Do you watch Bill Maher at all? Huh? Do you watch Bill Maher at all? Oh, all the time. Every so week. let me ask you, are you religious? Uh, I uh, was, yes. I believe in God. I am not... I think organized religion is one of the worst things that ever happened to the planet. <coughs> I believe in God, and I'm very spiritual. So let me ask you this. Do you find it offensive that Bill Maher is thinks that atheist? religion is, is, is a joke? Uh, and that we're, we're idiots for believing in God? Being an atheist no, is one thing. Uh, I don't because, Laughing at somebody yes. else's beliefs is another. Yeah, well, yeah. look at Donald Trump then. He's doing the exact same stuff, but with different things, you know? Making fun of the, the oh yeah, I'm for the women. I'm the most religious president there ever was. Can you name one of your... Please name one of your favorite Bible passages. Oh, well, I can't think of one right now. Oh, no, really, Mr. Trump, anyone. Well, I can't really think. You know, they, they uh, just don't believe anything other than what I tell you. Don't ask me any questions. Just believe what I say. It was rigged. It wasn't rigged. Do you guys think it was rigged? I will uh, never uh, be... A, Paul, I'll yeah. answer first. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll take this on. I was disgusted and uncomfortable and will never be comfortable with a mail-in vote never never yeah. there's nothing and it doesn't mean of i course. know for sure anything yeah. okay i just know this much something smells that's oh, wrong oh, the what is this don't mail even the machines stuff? don't even work half the time you know what is this yeah. well that's a whole nother <laughs> yeah, thing but when yeah. when it was when we were approaching the the, the whole process they they broke to us there's going to be a mail-in yeah. oh my god i'm yeah. no I, and it was never shown how this was determined or how this was broken down. Okay. So you'll excuse me if I been, feel a little weird yeah, about that. Haven't we been doing mail-in voting for what since the fifties? If think? we have, we certainly didn't make yeah. it this this clear Donald to Trump our to our conscience. You know. whole, Did you ever watch uh, the life? movie The Irishman? Uh, I have not seen it. So get past that three. And, and I'm not going to say this because it'll get us suspended. Yeah. But this right. would this would not be the only presidential election that was. Questioned. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm sure this has been going on for so that's right. probably ever. Kennedy or something. Right. Is that that is correct, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And right. it's mob related, right? Sure. So, well, right. yeah. Their oh, dad yeah. made a deal with the mafia to protect the uh, ports, and then, oh well, then we'll help get your son elected president, and then, uh oh, who old knows? man, uh, and Kennedy then you'll take care of our, as... our casinos, exactly. and then right. someone grew a conscious yeah. and. Here you go. Yep. Right? Yep. Exactly. I think it was when Bobby became the uh, AG. That, that is uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. You don't even yeah. need to watch the movie. Fucking think I'm some kind of stupid hog farmer. You know what? Billy, huh? We say this all the time. Pro wrestlers have some of the best opinions, uh. except for Mick Foley, um, have some of the best <laughs> opinions and are some of the most intelligent people. That's why I like to hear your opinions, because you're pretty intelligent. So, you know, and Just again, do the work. Just do the work. Anybody that, like, only... This is, you know, oh, I heard this. This is what it is. Okay, well, look over here. Foley's got an say? agenda. Foley's got an Does agenda, he? and that's my problem. And But part of my problem with Foley is is that he's talking about fake this and fake that and Trump and whatever else. Yay with Trump all due respect, he's anti-Trump, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, no. Um, but... Foley has no problem getting handed $10,000 to sign some pictures. The guy's trying to, to me, that's major capitalism. The guy, the so how can you give me this democratic yeah. nonsense when you're one of the biggest capitalists yeah. I know? Yeah. Yes, and then ask him to give part of that to uh, all of the other, you know, like uh, you can go socialism or communism. Oh, here's that $10,000, Mick, but you owe this guy uh, a part of it and this guy a part of it and this guy a part of it, you know? 
that then turns into like communism. So it's like, no, I want it. It's all mine. Thank you. I want Thank it. you. It's mine. I got I got a millionaire telling me, don't worry about the crush and the feel of uh, having this buy a quarter pounder at McDonald's. Don't yeah. worry. Mick, you don't worry about when you order food yeah. at McDonald's. I yes. do. Yeah. I have to figure out if I can afford this meal so I can get to next Tuesday. Yes. Mick yeah. doesn't have that problem. Yes. Don't sit there and preach to me. I made you rich. Yes. Idiots like me Absolutely. made you rich and you yeah. sit there and you're like, oh, don't worry about that quarter pounder with cheese. The price will go down. Don't worry about the gas. It'll go down. You want to float me $50,000 yeah. for a few months, Mick? Yeah. Okay. Since I made you this wealthy, you're I, telling I, me not to worry yeah, about I it? Shut up, he bro. He shouldn't be pushing that hard on that. Yeah. But he, of all people, I mean, he's one of my, I've known him for a million years. He's one of my idols in wrestling. He earned his wrestling money. No, Absolutely. No yes. But Absolutely. to become a different person when right. you're done. Right. Or like those people who were like, it was funny because all the baby faces usually are assholes. And all the heels were always the nice <coughs> guys and everything, you know? That's right so, here. Yeah. 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 All right, well, if you didn't know it, this is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, make up the band Wisteria Hall. <laughs> Catch Wisteria Hall songs such as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Download it on Spotify, Apple Music, or Reverb Nation. Hit and like and subscribe. Your partner's name? Bartman! Thank you. <laughs> there if you is. didn't know it, you're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, the Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Here's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, on the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. Catch us where you'll see the Godwins on New York Cable on Channel 115. Uh, no, no, this is a new time. This is a new time? 9.30 on Tuesday and okay. 9 p.m. on Wednesday and Channel 20 at Saturday at 6 a.m. Kind of almost an old wrestling time, right? Wait a second. What happened to the middle of the night for me? It's gone, brother. What it's gone. <laughs> we'll be You're right back too? with no these yeah. two <laughs> legends, the Godwins. Tag, you're it. See you Boom. in a second. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestle broadcast. Monty Nefaro only seen out of indie music TV at the board is Jared, and he doesn't have his mic up. So just give him some props. We have the Godwoods in the house. Yeah, yeah baby. Don't go messing with the country. Very boy. excited. So you at the big event. How yes. was it? The big event is one of the biggest wrestling shows in New York. What did you guys do? Did you have a lot of signings? And tell me, how do you feel about the fans still loving you guys after all Oh, my all God, it was years? awesome. Yesterday we were set up. Uh, with Billy Gunn and uh, Red Velvet. Uh, <laughs> and 
On the other side? On the other side was Daniel Bryan from AEW. Uh, on the other side of him was Jose Canseco, who come over to our table were. yesterday. There you go. And said, ah, I remember you guys. So we took a picture with Jose. It was awesome. A uh, lot of fans. Shivani was there. Shivani, Tony Shivani. Did Canseco have anybody online for him after the shit he said about New York last uh, week? That's what he was telling us. I don't we know. Didn't, we yeah, didn't I, I would, I would have, I would have shot a booger at him if uh, I, if I had gone. Our <laughs> view was blocked by Daniel or Brian Daniel sends a giant line in front of us. But how does it feel mm-hmm. that you made such a difference in an industry that's loved by so many that people remember you? You know, you're, you yes. guys are in the annals with like. Macho Man Savage, yeah. Hulk Hogan, you know what I'm we saying? We started in the, in the late 80s, you know, um, and uh, it, it, I think the <laughs> people ask me, it's like, oh, what's over, what's over, what's over, and I, this is the perfect example because it has gotten us these things and stuff. To be really over is to have the WWF Corporation pay to fly all of your friends in for your retirement and your Hall of Fame and just get drunk with you and give you like 10,000, you know, give each one of them like 10 grand just to come in like Mr. Undertaker. So they flew us out. We got to do the thing at his uh, retirement and then we were out of the Hall of Fame. So we kind of got, you know, I mean, I even got mentioned in the WrestleMania thing uh, when the jackass guy took his pants off. Uh, Michael was like, oh, it's Naked Minion 2.0. I'm like, <laughs> so we're kind of in a resurgence right now. Yeah. So Vinnie Mac is not such a bad guy. I can only treat and, and tell people uh, about he was how good they to us. treat us. Yeah, been good I love to you. So let, let me ask you a question. So you guys grew up in an industry where the women weren't so beautiful. So you had the opportunity to meet someone. And you might have thought they were beautiful. I'm just going from my experience. Uh, you know, Compared to the way they look today. I could spend yeah. plenty of time watching the women today and had, had some problems yeah. watching the fabulous moolah, to be honest with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, I wasn't sporting wood she's hot. watching yeah. moolah, right? <laughs> right? So um, Now, May, on the other hand. <laughs> May was all right. Yeah. May. <laughs> I got someone a like, Bronco Buster Someone like May. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, seeing such a beautiful woman like that, she is beautiful. We um, saw we were with her yeah. last night. And you would, you mentioned Shivani. Yeah. Where does Shivani rank with you, guys both? Yeah. As the as the announcers in wrestling, where where uh, does he rank? He was there when we started together in WCW in '92, so he was a big part of big yeah. part of us. I I respect Tony. I, We've known him a long time. Would you what consider you him one of the all-time greats? I would, yeah. Yeah. Is he underrated because of guys like Gordon Soley and Jim okay. Ross that he almost doesn't Thank get enough? Thank you very much for that. I put him at like three, maybe four. Wait a minute. I, hold on. Go ahead. Give me your three. Uh, number one, grew up Tampa, Florida. Florida Championship Wrestling. You know where this is going. My very first wrestling match. The announcer was the Dean, Mr. Gordon Soley. Can't argue. And Diamond Dallas Page He's were the, the announcers. Can't argue with that. I'm going Gordon. I mm-hmm. agree. I'm going JR. I agree. I'm going, uh, dude. What about Mean Gene? Mean uh, Gene. Play by play. He wasn't really a play by play. He was more. Play by play. Monsoon and Heenan. Yeah. Great. Uh, Michael Cole. We got to put Michael in the top. I agree with you. Uh, I do. Tanae was good. Uh, Lance Russell. Oh, my God. The King. Uh, Do you remember Lance? Jerry the King. Jerry Waller. But Jerry's more of a wrestler thing. But yeah. But he brought comedy to the entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. How about Crockett? Uh, yeah, old school, very basic, you know what I mean? Uh, what was the guy in, in Dallas, too? Uh, <clears throat> when I was going back and forth in Memphis, it was Lance and somebody else that I really liked. Coach, well, there was a guy called Coach, I forgot what his name was. That was, like, in the 80s. 
But I personally love Joey Styles from ECW. Oh, Joey's what, is great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always love Shivani, but yeah. I, I don't. I put so many guys ahead of him for so many different reasons. Ventura. Yeah. Ventura is one of the all-time greats. He did our uh, yeah. our our beach blast. Yeah, he yeah. did a bunch of stuff. Um, Scorpion Bagwell. One of the highlights of our career was not wrestling anybody. Uh, we did a pay-per-view in WCW, and Bobby Heenan and Gordon Soley were the announcer. It was like That's a slam anniversary or something. Wow. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, not for nothing, Vince McMahon himself was an awesome Vince announcer. Great. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Back, in the, back in the this, Bruno this, days. Yeah, that is. Yeah, the trip. Pat Bruno Patterson to, wasn't half bad. Bruno went to back when Vince McMahon with Pat Patterson this, and Bruno Sammartino. This, is, that was this wasn't in our yeah. questions, but a fan asked, and it's such a good question. I don't know if it's true, and if it's not, just be like, no, it's not true. Were you the last guys to see Brian Pillman alive? Yes. Uh, we put him to well, bed. We put him to bed. Yeah. Me, Animal, and text yeah. did you know he was fucked up or well, of course he'd been fucked up well i mean he at that point he was walking around with the morphine pack strapped to his arm with an iv you know uh and uh one of my favorite maybe my favorite singles match i ever had was against him in wcw in like 92 and uh then to see him you know he was just we've seen i i left uh i left puerto rico thinking i would never see chris candido again you know, and then he cleans up, turns his life around, breaks his ankle, gets on a plane, blood clot dies. You know, one of my best friends. Is, is that what actually killed him? Was it the blood clot I that, that did it? Understanding, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the whole premise of Pillman obviously died of a heart attack, but this was a drug related yeah, heart attack, right? Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah, great guy. What is it about this business? You guys are his friends. You put him to bed. You know he's all fucked up. What is it about this business that this happens to these guys? And how come. There's never, that seems like all those years ago, there was never any intervention. Uh, well, like, back then, it I was. I mean, you could try up, to talk to him as know? a friend, but yes. I mean. No, I mean, it got to a point. We had certain things where, like, you know, Taker would, like, pull somebody and say, hey, you're fucking up. You need to get it under control. And I would say, yes, sir. And then I would go off and do whatever I wanted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, it was the, you know, I mean, like, Mark got, in, Taker got in trouble on Joe Rogan for saying how stuff, like, when I started, the guys had knives in their back. I started, I was 19 years old in Tampa, Florida, and in that locker room was Blackjack Mulligan, Dusty Rhodes, the Nasty Boys, you know? Mm. I literally didn't know I wasn't supposed to get my ass beat in a match for like a year. Nasty Boys just, just were just brutal on me. But I thought that's what it was, and I wanted to be it, so I just stuck it out, and then we got to WCW, and then they came up there, and we were kind of over were WCW, different. and I said to him, <laughs> These motherfuckers beat my ass for a year. I said, <coughs> time to turn it on them. Mm. So we uh, we laid it in. And, nice. Uh, yeah. It's we been uh, much bigger than them. So who comes up with the name The Godwins? Where did that come from? Uh, did well, they give that to you when you got there? Or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we got let go from WCW. Um, went up there. Uh, met Vince and J.J. Dillon in the little kayfabe office there. Mm -hmm. J.J. Yeah. was awake. He wasn't taking a nap. He dozed off a couple times. <laughs> we had him on a show one time, and I was like, is this guy awake? But, but go on. Okay, so, so I met with them, and, uh, Vent, you know, we talked for two or three hours. Vince said, uh, well, what would you do? And I told him, you know, I used to work on a psych floor at the hospital and oh, okay. uh, farmed. And, lucky that gimmick didn't take off. Hell, yeah. Oh, wait a minute, Two wackos. Yeah, Norman. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I mentioned the farm, and he says, "Well, would because he's a he's yeah, a ridge he's runner, a, yeah, he's you know, a moonshiner, Carolina, right?" Yeah. So uh, 
he said, well, what'd you do? I told him, you know, raised hogs, got cows, chickens, got all, got it all. And he said, well, what do you do with the hogs? And I said, well, we, you know, just feed them, slop them. We have to castrate them. And uh, so when I said the slopping, he, he put everything together yeah. and he goes. Genius. Genius. I like that. So he wanted my initials to be H-O-G. Huh. Okay. So I just got that. <laughs> Did you? He's just getting the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> he hot See, there was a reason you came to Monty and the Pharaoh today. Pig. There we go. Pig. <laughs> okay. But uh, he said, let's go with uh hey, Wait a minute. I'm just getting it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. So, so he's he, got hog for you, Henry. So, yeah. We, so okay. he said, Henry, and uh, he gave me his family's name, Orpheus, okay. for my middle initial. Okay. And uh, so... That was it. It took off, and then when he came up, I went to Japan for FMW and went to Memphis with Road Dog, and then Jerry Lawler pulled me in at a Memphis TV and said, "You're going to, uh, I think it was Stockton, California, uh, <laughs> to be a partner to you know get back together with your partner." Well, cool. So I go to the Royal Rumble, and the very first thing I see is Fisher dropped on him and hurt him, and uh, I walk in the locker room, and Undertaker is just ripping him apart because he his... broke taker's uh, orbital socket he hurt kevin nash's back he just hurt him i'm like oh my fucking taker's taker wrapping his, his hands up. up that's his thing whenever he wants people to think him serious like with the stone cold right. and yeah Sean, yeah taping the fist up taping the fist and what what is what is he doing what is uh, viscera doing showing you that i'm getting ready to punch no you. what is viscera doing right uh, viscera... nothing oh. he's just like i'm sorry and they let him go the next yeah. week yeah and then he was my partner wow yeah Wow. Yeah, yeah no, you worked uh, with Visceral a lot. Yeah. He uh, he got a lot of chances. I love Nelson. I mean, he was my partner for like I don't know, eight months or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, he was just he was a giant human He's a being. Big dude, you know? yeah. But he uh, was a little reckless sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, when Taker, we do doing the ministry, and Taker was like, we're gonna bring Viscera in. I'm like, what? Why? He goes, uh, then we don't have to work with him. I was like, smart, fucking genius, he really man. Is. He really is. <laughs> Genius. Well, we've hit uh, 25 years since the uh, Montreal screw job. Um, what do you guys remember about that time we period? <coughs> we, we lucked out. Walked we right by. Pivotal one. I was there when Owen died. We were at Montreal. We were the, we won the tag team titles during the curtain call. Yeah. Yeah. How about the uh, night of the uh, screw job? Were you guys, you know, what do you guys recall the actual night? You got any you, stories? You were or? gone, weren't you? No, I was there. Was you there? guys were there. Yeah. Yeah, both of you were there. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, I'll tell you this, um, Vince did what he had to do. He couldn't take the chance of Brett leaving with the belt and have another, you know, Medusa Agreed. thing. Yeah. So it's wrestling. I mean, I love Brett Hart. He's one of my favorite people. But mm. there are certain people, you know, Animal, blah, blah, blah. This ain't real. Calm down. If this was real. Did, but you know, did you hear this rumor real. going on that there was something that Brett didn't want to drop the title? Were you guys listening no, to this? No, or we you were, guys knew nothing about it. At that point, it. we were showing up buying fucking bags of uh, stuff from yeah. the uh, ring guys. And uh, at that point, we're talking, you know, 97 or something. Mm -hmm, Dude, 90% yeah. of us were just like, we were 285 days on the road. We were just zombies, you know. And that was way above our pay grade, so. We, you know, had nothing to do. Uh, Vince did the right thing. Why? Oh, he screwed Brett. Yes, maybe. But by doing that, he became evil Mr. McMahon right. with Stone Cold, arguably the greatest time period in wrestling, you know? So 
You think that was in his mind that what the foreshadowing of what he planned to do with his own character that oh that I don't factored think, in? no no I'm just curious yeah, yeah. I would say that uh, at that point they might have it was just Bruce Bruce Cornette depending on the time Russo blah blah like five guys so it was Lusty Raw Lusty SmackDown then we'll meet and we'll work on next Raw next SmackDown of course we'll have long story plans for Steve and Taker and blah 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 but. Let's just do, do, do. You know what I mean? Mm. And now we go there. There's 900 freaking writers and producers and right. shit, you know? Yeah. We didn't even have a trainer for, for most of the time in the WWE <coughs> in the 90s. You know, I think towards <coughs> the end, we got a guy who would come and tape your ankles and shit. And Francois, the, the massage guy. But you go there now, it's like a freaking little ER. It's a wellness group, center. You know? yeah. So we have NXT Training Center run by Shawn Michaels and you guys had Francois, yep. the massage guy. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I think the business has changed a yeah. little bit. We had, <laughs> our, our, perform, our performance center was uh, fucking Chicago and then Moline and right. then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, house you shows, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Learn on the fly. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> yes, Interesting. because nowadays they have every uh, single thing planned out. Right. Which is horrible because if something goes wrong, they're lost. They don't know how to improvise. Right. They're fantastic at what they do, but they have to have somebody writing. The, I mean, like, look at the old promos without writers. You right. know? Look at right. Dusty. Granted, some of them were horrible. Right. But, you know, Dusty, Macho, you, you knew your character better right. than somebody else. Well, so. At least they felt real instead of scripted. Because oh, the, viewer, the sounds, viewer's not fooled by a scripted promo. sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. My name is la 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 and yeah. I'm gonna beat you, you know. You can tell. You can tell when someone's <laughs> yeah. trying to remember something right. instead of just oh, going dude, off the, the eyes. Right. You can tell when they're trying to remember right. your ass. You, meant, you mentioned Road Dog a couple of times. I got a, uh, Road Dog had mentioned that he never understood what the big deal was with Bret Hart. Uh, Road Dog had... Did has, he say that? Yeah, he's, he said he, he was a great worker. He said he worked better than me, Road Dog. Yeah. He's like, but I don't think he I was a great wrestler. He goes, I thought I was a good wrestler. And he, On his podcast, he said he thought he was actually a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. And that's oh, 100%. What counted. 100%. Right. Better sports entertainer. So what is the big wrestler. deal about Bret Hart? Because, uh, I, I mean, I was never a huge fan of Bret Hart myself. I see the greatness. Yes. I understand it. But he ne I never gravitated to Other it. than him, Road Dog is my best friend. Uh, we're, we live together. We did everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian is not afraid to, to you know, yeah. rock the boat. Uh, Bret was a fantastic... Bret would have been a Bruno San Martino if he maybe would have been about 15 years that earlier. That makes sense. Bret is... One of the best in-ring wrestlers of all time. No charisma. Perfect example. Uh, look at uh, Lance Storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Look guy at, yeah, yeah. Fantastic guys. Chris Benoit. Right. You know? Right. Fantastic wrestler. Right. Not yeah. a whole lot of That's why you give them a manager or something. You know? Mm -hmm. Undertaker. Bobby he doesn't Eaton. talk. Oh, a little bit of Bobby. Bobby freaking Eaton, my <laughs> idol. I, I thought Hart's mic skills really improved towards the end, though. When he was that Canada heel yeah. anti-American guy, I yeah. thought he really started to improve. Sure. Look, Road Dog was highly entertaining, yeah. but as far as ring work, and yeah. it, I, it, I don't yeah. think it's even no. close. Uh, right? no. Perfect no. example. I, I told him recently uh, we were talking about the Armstrong family, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, you're you're second to last." You know what I mean? Wow. It goes, Brad. Scott, Bullet, Brian, Steve. <laughs> now, did you know Brad at all? I've wrestled every oh, one yeah. in that family. So can, can I ask you a question? That's one of the big suits, too. We, you know, growing up, right? Yes. Brad Armstrong. Yes. You know Brad the deal. Armstrong is. He passed away of a heart condition, too. Yeah. But what, was this a drug-induced problem, too? Uh, I, I, want, I don't, you know, maybe not at that time. But a lot of the guys, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to sometimes, 
uh, especially with working. I can wait till after work to do it. Uh, and I didn't really take any steroids because I found out you had to work out if you took them, and mm -hmm. I wasn't doing that shit. So <laughs> I think all the years of stuff, Davey Boy, or uh, yeah, all those guys who didn't die of an actual drug overdose, damaged their heart, damaged their insides beyond repair to where it was just like, one day so it's know. a combination not like it's, you do steroids fine you yeah. do some drugs fine but if you're doing both you, yeah. you, 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 there was a lot of that i mean yeah. it was it was oh, a combination of both yeah. yeah and on top of drinking yeah and on top of drinking <laughs> and on top of smashing your body and i mean back then <coughs> dude when we got to wwe the fucking rings because they had to hold andre and yoko and that yeah. mm. It was it was like taking a bump off. <coughs> they changed them. We were used to that spongy WCW yeah. ring. Okay, yeah, that there was, was like getting slammed on <laughs> that damn floor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Tell me about your guys starting the USWA and like what was it like there? And um, one question I have for you too is I don't know if PG thirteen was there at that time. Yes. But did you work with PG thirteen and what were your thoughts on I, both uh, Wolfie D? Yeah, he never and, worked USWA. I, I uh, okay. When yeah. I first started in Florida. I did a little stuff, and then Steve Kern, my trainer, my yep. Yoda, uh, called Lawler and got me off. So I'm like 19, and this is in 89, 90. I go there with Dundee and uh, Eddie Gilbert and Eric Embry. We were doing that big Texas thing. They made me Leatherface after, I think it was Brian Lee left. And then I was working a program with Brian Christopher back then. And then I came back after WCW, and that's when Wolfie and, uh, when Whoopi and Jamie were there. And how they were they? They were all right. They were young little guys who had a huge chip on their shoulder. We were in Puerto Rico, and they didn't want to do something. And Jamie came up on the guy. Lale was one of the wrestlers who's an actual cop, and Lale means the police or something. And he got pissed at him, so he covered his hands in Bengay and went up behind him and, like, just just rammed his fingers and everything with all the Bengay into the guy's eye. And the guy had to go to the hospital. And they ran and jumped on a plane and flew home. I mean... They're just like the little, you know what yeah. I mean, the little guys, but uh, they were all right. Everybody, see, we were lucky. Everybody was always awesome to us because. They were going to get their asses kicked if they know, weren't. <laughs> we, we have been told by management a few times to uh, uh, let some uh, of our opponents uh, know that they are in the wrong. Wow, times. look at that. Yeah. And then uh, Ronnie and uh, Bradshaw took that job over for us. <laughs> when you guys first started uh, with uh, Vince, uh, you were put with Hillbilly Jim. What was it like with uh, who's been on the show? We love Hillbilly. Great how, Hillbilly. How was love that? Him. Yeah, he, he helped us so much. What helped us, I think, the most when we first started was we went on this tour with uh, doing eight-man tags where we were, you know, I was brand new into the character, but you had, it didn't matter if we won, whatever. So we were in eight-man tags with the Bushwhackers, and they were like, oh, mate, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. The bad guy wins, he plays his music, he takes off, they play your music, you grab some people, you dance in the ring, you bring the kids up, he goes, that's all they were going to remember, and that's all they care about. So that was great. And Hillbilly was the same way. We loved Hillbilly. Yeah. Even though he never mentioned <laughs> us in his 18-hour Hall of Fame speech. Really? Do you believe that? I, the Godwins and Hillbilly Jim. Wow. I did not he know He literally that. talked for 30-some minutes, didn't mention us one time. I remember he mentioned us on our show, well, but we're not did the Hall of Fame, did, I guess. Did you, give, did you give him a buzz afterwards? Like, yo, did you forget somebody? I haven't somebody? talked to him in years. Really? <laughs> I mean, just, you know, breaking right. balls. Right. So you win the tag team title against the Body Donnas, right? You, you mentioned your friends with uh, Candido and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Is that a house show? Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was a house show. Yeah. It was a house yes, show. Was. Wow. Was, was okay. Pritchard 
in the office at the time, or was he just a straight Bruce? wrestler at that time? No. no. Tommy? No, he just wrestler, yeah. yeah. So how was it working with both of those guys? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I was, me and Chris knew each other for like years before that, worked a million times. And uh, I, when I was in USWA the first time with Tom Pritchard, so we were already, you know, very, very tight. Tom's one of our best friends. We were just with him last weekend, two weekends two, ago. Two weeks so ago. You, you kind of fell into this question, right? You're good friends with Candido. Dun, dun, He's dun. in a relationship with Sonny. Uh, She's we all out. lived in a hotel room together, okay. me, him, and her, yeah. They were banging. Clearly, she was bad from what I've been told. She was banging like all these of, other guys in the locker room. Yeah. You're friends with Chris. You're you, close with Chris. I, 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 yes. Aren't you like, okay. Chris, what right. the f- uh, Please, fill me in. Yes. Fill in the blanks. I mean, I knew, and I hated her for it, uh, but Chris knew. I mean, Chris knew, and we knew he knew, and he wasn't going to do, you know, so I just wasn't going to rub it in his face, and she was horrible. And somebody asked my partner a few times to stand outside the locker room door while he was in there with Miss Tammy. Ah. Who was that? Who would that be? Let's see. Who was having Sean? Uh, who? Sean Michaels, Sean, maybe? Sean Not Douglas, that guy. That he only Shane shoots. No. Stand, t- stand still for Jesus. <laughs> Sean Michaels. He only shoots deers, doesn't he? I mean, what are we talking here? So he w- so wow. was Sean scared of Candido? Uh, or was, absolutely or was, not. Sca- yeah. Sean is not scared of anything. Yeah. Because of Vince? No, because of uh, Sean's one of those little guys surrounded by. He's like the, the kicker on the football team that just hangs out with the linemen. And is uh-huh. always the first one to start a fight, and is always the first one to do it because he's got six giants that are always with so him. So he's the little guy who says at the pool table, "I'm going to go get my friend Harvey, yeah. and he's yeah, even yeah, bigger yeah, than yeah. I am." Yeah. Uh, when Kevin Nash started okay. there, Sean goes, "You're going to be my bodyguard," and I mean that not just in the ring. You're going to be <laughs> my bodyguard all the time. People hate us. Were you right. guys scared of Kevin Nash? No, we knew Kevin yeah, from Atlanta Kevin back from in the Oz day. He's lived in our, our apartment building in Atlanta. Check this out, uh, us. Sid Vicious next door, Kevin Nash, Steve Regal, uh, Max, Max Payne. Payne, Eric Watts, mm. Penthouse was Wyndham, Greg Gagne, and Mike Graham. That's one apartment building. Wow. So, now, did you yeah. personally have anger towards Sean for what he was doing to your friend, even though your friend Not didn't care? It wasn't Sean's fault. Did you did ever get in Sonny's face? You, nope. you bitch. Nope. Did you ever... Did, how hard was it with Chris, though? You must have tried to say something to him. I mean... Uh, no, I didn't. I always kept it, you know. Why am I going to make my friend uh, did, did, upset and angry? Did Chris hold on to her for... Uh, besides the her. emotional attachment, obviously, to her, did he hold yeah. on to her for business reasons because she looked good in the ring with Possibly, him? I mean, Especially since she, when she became bigger than he was. Right. But, uh, he, uh, did, he did love her, though. He loved her. I mean, I was. we lived in a, in a hotel room. Is it love or like obsession 19? when you're allowing somebody to do shit like I that? Know. Yeah, that's horrible. I know, it's terrible. I, get, I, guess I, I guess I get it. We had Scott Hall, and God rest his soul, he yes. said, wasn't my business. Yeah. Right. Didn't matter to me. Exactly. Right. But I still love Chris, and I wanted to make Chris happy whenever I was with him, and I wasn't going to bring that up. And... You're like, oh, how can you do that? Okay, I was in a business where, honestly, I know of two guys who never cheated on their wives. So it was just sex. Yeah. And that's how I trained. I mean, I'm single. I don't have any kids. And I was, like, always the single guy, so I carried the rubber so people would come. (laughs) Right, right, right. Right. But uh, it's just, you know, sex and love are two completely different things, in my right. opinion. Sure. And when I was going through wrestling school, I worked <laughs> at uh, Mons Venus and Odyssey and Tampa strip clubs. So I've been around that, you know, and uh, 
sex, love, or two. So Naked Midian always brought a raincoat. Is it, is it, very, very yeah. responsible of you, Naked is Midian. Is there any part nice. of you now that, nice. that kind of feels happy to what has happened to Sonny no, in her all. life? Not at all. That's, I mean, not at all uh, justified because she doesn't learn. You're not surprised. Learn. Not, not su- surprised at all. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, I mean, she deserves to be there, but uh, uh, she's still my friend, and uh, you know what I mean? Gotcha. They should have given her consequences instead of letting her keep going. What was it? Going, Maria going, or going, going, like, going. Now she's, she's, killed, now she's yeah. killed somebody. Now she killed somebody. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch. Like there's a bunch. <laughs> I am Dennis from another. <laughs> uh, okay, the other the other day we had uh, Chris Moltera. I noticed the job the job guy. Uh, he has worked. Who? Chris Moltera. He's he was in AWA, one of the he was in uh, enhancement you know, early talent. '80s, and he sure. came to the WWE. Like Larry cool. Horowitz, uh, Mike yes. Sharp, kind right? Of guy. Yep, yeah. back in those times. Right, and he had uh, mentioned that the Road Warriors were just absolute brutes, uh, especially in the beginning of their career. Green as could be, were yeah. just oh, you didn't yeah. want to get in the yeah. ring with them. Nobody wanted to get in the ring with them, and unfortunately, uh, Hog. Uh, unfortunately, Henry, uh, you got injured really, really, really bad against the Warriors. Um, any any thoughts on the Warriors about how and dangerous they And then a week later, they, they asked me to take the same thing. Are you just, kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Pat Patterson and Greer pulled me into the shower, and they're like, hey, do you think you can take Get it? Get the... F- I'm like, yeah, I can take it. <laughs> oh. Any thoughts on the Road uh, Warriors? I mean... I mean, we got along with them. We love both of them, but yeah. damn, relax, you know? Yeah. It's a work, and uh, did they laugh. did they come to you after you were injured? Did they say, "Hey, we're sorry," or did they uh, show? Yeah, any? they said they were sorry, but you know, it, it's wrestling. Yeah. It's it's rough. Uh, shit happens. Yeah. I, uh, before I knew, uh, Hawk wasn't in the best shape, so I just mentioned to the office, "I don't feel comfortable taking the." Oh, did you? I didn't know. Yeah, and then he spoke up and said, "I'll take it. I've taken it before," and they went back and Pat Patterson and. Somebody else, I can't remember exactly, come back and said, they want Henry to take it. And I said, well, how about we just do the, where we both go down. Lucky chair. said, no, they want the the flip. And, you know, I didn't stooge nobody out. I went ahead and took it and broke my neck. Do you regret it? Huh? Do you regret it? Because of uh, yeah, Southern well, Justice you know, you mentioned that explained. Mike yeah. Hamstrong was yeah. not in great shape, so I'm yeah. assuming he was high during the match. Yeah. So... Do you regret it? And I'm shocked you're not I, angry. Yeah, but. I regret it because I should have put my foot down. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. You know, Dennis, is, Dennis, is there time. any safe way to take that finishing yes. maneuver? What is I, the safe way? They're flipping you yes. over as they're uh, hitting I'll you. I'll explain they're... it to you. Um, I don't think I would have been a wrestler if I went to the power plant or something like that. Okay. I was fortunate enough to be trained by Dusty, Steve Kern, Mike Graham, wrestlers. Okay. They taught me how to wrestle. They taught me how to take bumps. They taught me how to do shit. Steve said, he jokes and said that he had more frequent flyer miles when he worked with him and the Fabs worked the Road Warriors. And then uh, we actually had, you know, they were monsters. They were huge. But then we all started getting bigger. And uh, we actually have the distinction of being one of the only people that the Road Warriors asked the office for us to take it easy on them. Mm. Yeah, we would do. We used to have the strap matches. Strap, strap matches. I mean, and we, and we had them with the, had them with the Harris twins. We beat the shit out of each yeah. other. We were crazy and giants, so it just helped. Even but s- the way to train it. About <laughs> slap the guy in Worcester. The, the fan did. The fan yeah. spit and through something at him. Yeah. Um, on that, okay, I will diagram how to safely take that. Okay, what everybody does is you have the uh, electric chair. 
you're sitting on Joe's shoulders. Right. And Joe is going to put his hands underneath your knees. Right. And when Mike makes a connection, he's going to push up so you flip. All right. Now, if you're sitting like this, you're going to flip directly like this and have the opportunity of boom, banging off your head. Boom. And then back because it's a straight line. Well, using math and physics, the stupid pig farmer says, what you do is, or what I always did, when I was up there, I would lean this way just a little bit on his shoulders. So when Mike hit me, I would turn and go that way as opposed to just over. I would kind of roll instead of flip over. Okay. I was a mad. People loved giving me their finishes. This, this might be a very stupid question, but why was it so necessary? You said you were going to take it. Yeah. Why was it so necessary yeah. that you had to take I it? I never figured that out. I have a theory on that. Go ahead. I love Taking finishes, I always kind of thought laying underneath the guy, the one, two, three, the bigger the athlete, you know, rock, yeah. stone cold. And then they get that giant pop. It's kind of like my pop a little bit too. So I always took it. So every once in a while, just to, you know, I was like, I didn't give a fuck. Every once in a while, they would like, oh, make him, you know, do it. Just, I'm like, dude, this is, they're working. It's working fine. You know, don't mess with it. But Ooh. it's like kind of a thing, I think. At least that's all I thought. But. Yeah. Maybe they felt like if you kept taking it, it was like you became the weak point of the team, so someone else. Oh had no, it. I had no idea. I could I get my ass beat all day, all night, and I would still be fine. Okay. Just give me, you know, give me a couple minutes after the match or whatever to get my heat back or get my baby face back or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. You know, Mule you mentioned kick. Mike Graham. Did, did you have a relationship with Mike Graham at all? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So how did it affect you when he took his life? Um. It was weird. Me and Kern kind of always talked about that because Eddie killed himself. Mike's dad killed him. You know, Eddie Graham, Mike's dad killed himself. Mike's son killed himself a few years ago. And Mike always said, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. You know, wow. it's, it's suicide is, wow. uh, is genetic, for lack of a better word, I think. Seems to and be I was on the road. Cases. We were doing the Godwin stuff. We were still, I think we just turned bad. And I came home off the road. My cousin was living with me. And uh, I opened the door. And the bottom was locked, and I'm the only one that had the key for that. So I thought somebody was in there. My cousin's truck were in there. I went in there, turned into my bedroom, and he was sitting next to my bed. He had shot himself uh, in in the you know head. Uh, and I was like, oh well, you know, I don't know if that's that might be from his father's side because all of us. And then I found out that his uh, grandfather killed himself, and another person killed himself. So I mean, I think it's a it's some kind of genetic. It might be a depression genetic as opposed to a suicidal genetic, but, yeah, shit. Did I you, mean, he always said he was going to do it, and he ended up doing it. Wow. I don't mean to jump to this, but did you watch the WWF growing up? Uh, well, I watched... Uh, oh, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I was uh, NWA. NWA. Uh, Florida and yeah, Georgia. Florida, I occasionally got... But then when we came in, yes. I mean, Well, the, so the weird question is this. Back, uh, we had Sullivan in here. And, My uh, godfather. So he took care of me and taught me so much on the road. Well, yeah. you, you mentioned Kern, yeah. and Sullivan brought up the fact that Kern was supposed to become WWF champion instead of Bob Backlund. Huh. And so my question, since you didn't watch yeah, it, the point's moot, right? But I was going to ask, do you think Kern could have made a good champion up here, or do you think that uh, would have yeah, been a mistake? Yeah, no, I think Steve it, could do anything. I mean, look, he was the doink for a while. He was Skinner. He was a pretty boy. Steve's a, a chameleon. He can do anything. I think what Steve Kern does better than anyone on the planet is train people. 
FCW when they first started down there. Look who went through with him. Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, you know, everybody. I went to his school, and he had a school after I left, and I kind of helped him because he's like, oh, I wish I had the thing. I have a, a piece of laminated paper that has wrestling holds checklist, like 15 things, and you have to, to perform all of those to his satisfaction, and he'll check them off before you uh, graduate. So uh, I think he's just... Uh, yeah, he's my he's my. So everything. quick answer: You think he could have carried the belt of here? Of course, he and, could and have, filled yeah. Madison yeah. Square I Garden. Think anyone can carry the belt if you have the company or the machine behind you. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Except for maybe David Arquette or <laughs> Bish, Bischoff or Vince. There you go. You guys were there for the curtain call, as you mentioned. Did it uh, in your minds ruin the business? The curtain call. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was the night we won the uh, tag team titles mm -hmm. against the Body mm -hmm. Nines. We just said. Um, so everybody uh, thought it was yeah. real that you won the tag team titles, and he just ruined it for you guys. Yeah, exactly, well, you, right? yeah, you, you two were right. giant hillbillies. Oh my God, they finally beat these two little tiny guys. Thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, guess what? It wasn't real. Any it's of it. real. But uh, um, no, I don't. See, that's a weird thing about us too. We were the social butterflies. We were BSK, go out with Taker and all that, and then the next night we're putting Sean to bed. The next night we're with Hunter in China. You know. We're all friends. There was this whole thing about BSK and Click got to, you know, join or became because they were fighting each other. We all hung around each other. Oh, so that's a good point. I was going to say, yeah. like, did the BSK get pissed off at you? Like, what are you doing with these guys? Never. Everybody was okay with each other. Nobody. Us. Other people got shit for certain things. We kind of were untouchable on a lot of stuff. So the Click was good to you, but did you notice them being nasty oh, assholes to, to everybody else? Yeah, yeah, they were. Totally. This is funny. This is funny. This came from Vince McMahon. And now he's not there. Uh, probably doesn't matter. Um, Sean back then in his, you know, Sean days uh, would come in and Vince would tell him what they wanted. And Sean was like, fuck the blah, 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 blah. And storm out. And then he would come find us. And then we would take him out and get him high and then go back to the building. And he would walk back into the office with Vince and do whatever Vince wanted him to do. And somebody with the initials BKM said, you know, I should probably start paying for you guys as weed because you're helping me out so much. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. That's Jokingly, great. So what, of like course. a pound of pot showed up the next day? And like, I will. See Sean at 2 p.m. Thanks, guys. But rumor has it that Taker did not like Sean. No, right? hated him. So when you're hanging out with Sean, right. is Taker like, what the? You know, because he's are, close with you guys, we're right? We're unicorns. We do whatever we wanted. We had friends everywhere. We were friends with everyone. But sometimes... But always loyal, to, always BSK. loyal to BSK. Yeah. Who had more power and when did it switch? Because obviously Undertaker ultimately became Vince's guy. But at Different the time, kind of power. did Sean have more power yes. than Taker? Different kind of power. Uh, Taker always had the... Uh, sta you know, uh, steady as an oak. Always going to do what Vince wants. Right. Going to make anything work. Sean was... It was like... Sean was the rock star. freaking Rottweiler and the yeah. Chihuahua just running around. <laughs> Calm the Chihuahua down. Give him whatever he wants. Just keep Chihuahua. him cool. You know, that was kind of the thing. Um, Sean was the champion. It was a different kind of power, yeah, but I would say true. equal. Yeah. Okay. okay. A taker could shut anything down at that point if he wanted he to. Could. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He could over, overrule Sean's situation he by going to Vince. Vince everyone. would listen yeah. to Taker. Yeah. He has several times gone and uh, had to sit down with Vince. And the uh, only person I know of that's yeah. ever had to straighten Vince, like after the, the Montreal screw job. Vince was in his thing afterwards. Brett was in his thing. And... Taker went to Brett, talked to Brett, went to Vince, and said, Vince, you need to get up, and you need to go over there and deal with this right now. You're probably going to get punched in the face, but you deserve it, so go and take it like a man. And Vince got up and went and, and got punched in the face. 
Yeah. Wow. So you speak about two factions. Let's talk about the Nation of Domination. What was your guys' experience with all, you know, the Godfather, Rock. his family. Godfather. Yeah, Simmons. We were WCW with WCW. him. WCW. Uh, D'Lo, one of my favorite people to wrestle. Yeah. Mark Henry, one of the awesomest, nicest guys you'll ever meet. How about Ahmad Johnson? Uh, terrible. <laughs> Everybody hated Ahmad. Why? Uh, he was an He didn't get it. He didn't get what we were doing. This isn't real. It's not real. And yeah. a lot of his muscles were uh, implants. Were they really? Yes. <laughs> He's a big guy, but muscles were implants. And... Of course, you guys have probably heard the story about, you know, him being pissed in the locker room and wanting to show off. And then picking, it was like Rocky and Ron and Papa and that. And uh, D'Lo laughed at him and he was like, oh, I better do something. So he went after D'Lo and D'Lo fucked him up. Really? Yeah, they had to pull D'Lo off of him. It was awesome. He just didn't get it. He thought, he thought the character Ahmed Johnson was real. Like, one time, Animal told me, what's your record? I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> He said uh, he knew his record. <coughs> he goes, what's your record? I said, I don't know. I know I lost a hell of a lot more matches than you did, but, dude, this shit ain't real. And, the, and Brett, the heart's kind of... You got to love that, though, because there's that such dedication to the business. They loved it. The right? loyalty. You could protect. You have to protect it. And we always saw that. And then, you know, kind of like the internet and, and, and Vince and everybody. So... Was there, any uproar, was there any uproar in the locker room in the weeks that followed the curtain call? Like, a guy like Bret Hart, did, did, wouldn't he walk into Vince and be like, you let these motherfuckers do this? Uh, I mean, did you catch any of that? Well, the problem and the reason that all happened, I think, was you got A, uh, Kevin and Scott are leaving. Right. Does not matter. Sean is world champion. He's untouchable. So it all just hangs on, you know, Hunter. Hunter yeah. Nobody really gave a shit about it in the back because... Those guys are gone. Sean, Sean. Hunter, you know, took a, which actually in a whole nother, you, you know, multiverse, Hunter got in trouble. He was going to win King of the Ring. So they pulled that from him. The new winner of King of the Ring is? Stone Cold. And then what happens to Stone Cold? Gold. Although Hunter was, the, I, I think the, uh, the delay didn't affect him at all. Look at him, for the love of God. Well, it all worked out, right? Love that guy. Okay, the Bone Street crew. How's Taker as a person? Fill the, fill the folks in, because Taker's such a mythical Dick. figure to the fans sitting at home. How is this guy in real life? I we honestly have never met him. I'm sorry. Who? Undertaker? Undertaker? <laughs> uh, okay. No, he's... Yeah. Next question. Yeah. He's, uh, he's Undertaker. You know, Road Dog called him cool. He's hammer. like this in real life? You call uh, him on the phone, he's like... Uh, well, no, uh, but uh, he's he's cool hand Luke. You know, he's not the dead guy. He's just James Dean. He's fucking James you Dean. Know, yeah, Brando. Wow, he's this guy is cool personified. John Wayne. Yeah, he is. John, Ron Wayne. And, yeah, John he Wayne, uh, yeah. doesn't. He and beside, I think Andre. Can you know of anyone who has more respect for every single person than him? No. No. Yeah, and no. he's our friend. It's was it so always cool. there? Like, you know, when, from the moment you guys came into that locker room, there he is. He was already the yeah. the man. Because uh, once so upon a time, he was 90? an underbooked, misused yes. fellow in WCW. I mean, where does, it, where does it all change for him? It changes why somebody in a different company going, hey, you know what? I got an idea. I and see something in you. That idea is, right. hey, mean Mark Callis, who's not going to draw anything, according to Ole, is now the greatest character in wrestling of all time. Hey, stunning Steve Austin. Uh, well, we don't think we have anything for him. Right. 
hey, look at me, you know? Was there any point that Taker said to you guys hanging out? He goes, you know what, man? I think we're going to lose. I'm jumping to WCW. Never, not once, no. Did you hear something? Uh-oh. Uh, wait, what'd you hear? Uh, <laughs> was he fielding offers? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, one time uh, it was brought up between just our little group, you know, and uh, he was talking about, if I go, everybody's going. So, but, you know, thank God it didn't. Look yeah. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you I held it out. You guys saw what Vince did with Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. You saw what he did with <coughs> Mark from, you know, the WCW days. So I ask you, Vince McMahon, genius, asshole, or both? Both, all, but all, of, <laughs> all but, the above. But we like him, but look at the opportunity he gave us. We would, we didn't get that WCW. Right. We got used and abused down there. Even right. Arn said, yeah. you guys yeah, are too good at putting yeah, everybody yeah. over. Right. Yeah. So when we when we got together up there, we had an opportunity to do our thing finally. Were, were you guys shocked or not shocked at the confirmed allegations that ended up forcing Vince McMahon's retirement? Or was mm. that something you knew was going In on this for a long business, time? Uh, nothing shocks me. Nothing ever. shocks you. Yeah. Uh, Vince I mean, went around with the ladies a lot yeah. back in the day. This is no revelation I never to you? Saw it. Never, never saw, saw it. it. We never saw it. He, okay. Whenever he came out, he was always in the middle of us drinking shots and getting, you know, chopped by... Uh, the Nasty Boys, or you know, he Rip was. Uh, he was we one of the we boys. even put little Shaney Mac to bed one yeah, night. He yeah. hung out with the BSK. Yeah. If you guys were, you were called, you know, the Hall of Fame. If you were asked to, to speak at Vince McMahon's eulogy, mm. what would you say? Uh, I loved him. He was like one of my favorite human beings. He of was all good time. to us. He Give us good a good opportunity. Us. Treated us fair. Hell of a kisser. Good kisser. <laughs> there you go. That's the most <laughs> important part. Yeah. All right, so I want to thank you guys for joining Buckle us. Up. Incredible interview. Um, you got any message out there for the millions of fans that love what you've done for this business in so many different roles? And, you know, you got anything to say to the fans? Uh, yes. AOC 2024. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, my God. You <laughs> gave him the forum to say that? You just swung the pendulum. Oh. I, want, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy, our buddy Brian Martin in Nashville. He's a up-and-coming singer. Uh, he's uh, just come out with a song, We Ride, but he also come out with a song called Fuck Around and Find Out. <laughs> so, Say his name again. Brian Martin. Brian Martin. There we go. Beautiful. Nice. Average Joe's Entertainment, run nice. by Colt Ford. Yeah, you can, you can, rec- you can record Ford. in a studio. Yeah. I want to thank you guys again. Thank you very much. Awesome. What a, thank what a, you guys. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, where you can catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page or Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Here's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Catch us on New York Cable where you'll see the reduced version of the Godwins in studio on Channel 115 and Channel 20. Um, any parting words, Faro? Yeah, vote Monte in the Faro in 2024. Thank you. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you all. We'll see you Thursday. Thanks, guys. Woo-hoo. Thank you.